0: It's been said that a business is only as strong as its weakest location. You know that your branch offices, retail locations, and distribution centers are at the forefront of your business, creating revenue and driving customer experience every day. That's why Comcast Business has built solutions that are uniquely positioned to empower all your locations with a robust network and applications that help them operate as seamlessly as HQ. Learn more about how to get all your locations up to speed at comcastbusiness.com. Slash enterprise. This is Tech
1: News Briefing from the Wall Street Journal.
2: Welcome, I'm Tanya Bustos reporting from the newsroom in New York. Coming up, in the wake of the latest Uber controversy, what expert analysis says about how a self-driving Uber car could have missed seeing a pedestrian. I mean, the first known fatality from a self-driving vehicle, a look at whether autonomous car tech is ready for the complexities of city life. But first, these tech headlines. Sprint is working to bring artificial intelligence to its customer call centers within the next year, not so much in an effort to replace human labor, but to augment it. The effort, part of a broader step toward making the telecom company more digital, involves a partnership with Adobe Systems and an emphasis on deriving value from big data and analytics. Could the 2018 Nissan Leaf be a worthy electric rival for the Chevy Bolt? The redesigned EV got an upgrade and ranged to 150 miles on full charge. The Wall Street Journal's Dan Neal ponders its relative virtue and breaks down whether the electric car game is poised for a shakeup. You can read more at WSJ.com. And here's a new gap to mind, women in technology. The journal writes how tech career platform Honeypot surveyed 41 countries and found the best place for women in tech actually may be a country that wasn't the most equitable on any measure, the United States. Female tech workers earn nearly 12 percent less than male peers, but make by far the most, nearly four times as much as their counterparts in South Korea and about twice as much as those in Turkey. Coming up in the wake of the latest Uber controversy, a look at whether self-driving car tech is ready for city life. This is the Wall Street Journal's Tech News Briefing.
0: It's been said that a business is only as strong as its weakest location. You know that your branch offices, retail locations, and distribution centers are at the forefront of your business, creating revenue and driving customer experience every day. That's why Comcast Business has built solutions that are uniquely positioned to empower all your locations with a robust network and applications that help them operate as seamlessly as HQ. Learn more about how to get all your locations up to speed at comcastbusiness.com enterprise.
2: Uber continues to grapple with the fallout of the first known pedestrian fatality caused by a self-driving vehicle. Despite optimal road conditions, a self-driving Uber car struck and killed a pedestrian walking across the street at night without appearing to brake or veer. This is according to video released by the police this week. The incident raises questions about whether the sensors that serve as self-driving vehicles' eyes are ready for the complexities of city life. Here with more is The Wall Street Journal's Tim Higgins. Hi, Tim. Hey. So several autonomous vehicle experts have now been able to review video. Where do they see the system failure? How? What is the official word from the expert opinions on this?
1: Well, what's so confounding about this um, crash in Tempe is that the road that the, the incident occurred on, in a lot of ways, is almost perfect for autonomous car testing. It's wide open, uh, well-marked, a lot of space. It happened at night when the laser sensors that these vehicles used um, would not have the kind of interference you might get during a sunny day. A lot of things there that you would like to see for testing an autonomous vehicle, but clearly something happened. And as they look at the route that the vehicle was going and the speed and some of the details there, there's a large consensus from these experts that the system should have seen a woman with a bicycle walking across multiple lanes of traffic. This is essentially the promise of what this technology should be capable of doing. And they're questioning why it didn't. Now, there's some theories. Maybe the system did see her and didn't understand what she was. Maybe there was some noise from the sensors made it confusing. Uh, maybe she uh, emerged from a treed area, and the, the sensors uh, had confusion and thought maybe she was a tree or something like that. But the, a lot of them keep coming back to this idea that hey, she was in the middle of the road. If even if they didn't, the car didn't understand her as being a pedestrian, it should have realized it was a large object that was going to be in the way, and the vehicle should have at least slowed down, tried to change lanes, or you know stop. And that's what these this group of people are talking about as they watch this video
2: hmm I'd love to learn a little bit more about the specific tech involved in this and how it all comes together and works. Maybe a little insight into how this could have been avoided should all of the tech have been working the way it was supposed to.
1: Yeah. So the car, these self-driving cars, see the world with a number of sensors. They use cameras. To like you would normally to see things they 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 pull the data in to classify what they're seeing they they see stop signs they understand stop signs they see uh, traffic lights they can see the color of the lights they know red and green when to go when to stop that sort of thing they use laser sensors that shoot out laser beams uh, all around the car and those beams bounce off objects to paint a picture of what the world is, is doing those early on were used to map the world and increasingly are being used to detect things and understand what things are. You know, when you look at these so-called point clouds, it reminds me of what the computer in, in the matrix uh, sees, uh, that kind of world of uh, kind of dots. It's kind of kind of trippy. The radar is also used to bounce beams off of, of objects so it can detect metal and go further than maybe the laser beam can can see. So if you're going at a higher rate of speed, you can kind of shoot it down the road and, and, and be aware of there might be something up ahead that you need to worry about. And so all that data is then taken. and and combined and fused together and comes into the computer, uh, the computer brain that then tries to understand what it's seeing in the world. And and then it classifies objects and, and says, okay, this is a pedestrian okay, where is the pedestrian? Is, what? Are, what's the probability that this pedestrian is going to be in my way? What's the probability of a car that I see is going to be in my way? What do I as a car need to do? And then it sends out that, that information to the, the vehicle to, to make a decision on what it should do and how it should do it.
2: Right. So you see the complexities in that advanced tech. And some experts said the accident might have been more understandable had a person been driving the car, leading to the very important question, are these vehicles tech ready for the complexity? Complexities of city life right
1: when you think about crashes involving human drivers these things occur on a daily basis and and in fact as we talk about this this unfortunate death that occurred in Tempe uh, some people have, have said, well, what about all the other pedestrian deaths that occur on a day-to-day basis? And and those are tragic as well. But we as, as humans tend to be maybe perhaps more understanding of another human making a mistake than we are of a machine. That's been one of the concerns of the, the developers of this technology for, for some time now, that a machine might make a mistake and there'll be a rush to judgment um, against that machine that maybe made a mistake that was a and that's what we don't know here. We don't know all the details yet. But one thing that kind of has emerged is the, the police issued released this video that was taken from the car, and we can see what the we can see what the road was like as it was just about to hit the woman, the pedestrian. And we can see what the there's a safety operator in their car was doing just before the incident as well. Now the video that shows the car going down the road, you know, there's a lot of empathy there from people because they they you know it's very hard to see the woman on the road. It seems like she just pops up at the last moment, and then there's this incident. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the sensors, though, they don't see that world like that. It's not dark to them. The, for their lasers and the radar, they're seeing, they're seeing, they're, they should be seeing things bouncing off of that object. And that's where the concern comes from the experts in this technology, is that just because it was dark, just because when you look at the camera, you didn't see it, it's the human eye. The robot eye should have seen it. So that, that's, the, that's what's being talked about. Now, Now the question of the safety operators also being raised is the safety operators are supposed to be attentive and ready to take control in case the robot has a problem, that this is not perfected technology yet. And new questions are being raised about, well, was the person uh, paying attention? Could the human behind the wheel have seen this woman down the road if the maybe perhaps perhaps was paying more attention, or we just don't know yet, the police haven't decided.
2: Right. Just a reminder that as far as we've come, there's still a lot to figure out here. Tim Higgins, thanks as always for the latest. Thank you. Tim Higgins is The Wall Street Journal's tech and auto reporter. You can read more of his coverage at WSJ.com. This has been The Wall Street Journal's tech news briefing, reporting from the newsroom in New York. I'm Tanya Bustos. Thanks for listening.